listener production. Hey there, welcome to The Briefing. I'm Bencion Siebert. Well, it's about this time of year where many of us go into tennis fever with all eyes on Melbourne as Australian and international tennis superstars battle it out for glory at the Australian Open. But this year, we're also going to see something completely new to Australian tennis. 11-year-old Sonny Renison is a wheelchair tennis champ ranked 15th in the world. He's also making his debut this year as Australia's first ball kid using a wheelchair. It's testament to his talents and to some very new technology designed by a creative tech company called Streaker and supported by MasterCard. It's also the result of a long-term effort and advocacy by one of Australia's top wheelchair tennis stars, Heath Davidson, to bring athletes with a disability into the centre of mainstream tennis in this country. Sonny and Heath join us now. Let's start with you, Sonny. What is it about tennis that you love so much? Well, I've always loved sports ever since I was little. I'd just pick up a ball and start throwing it around the house. Um, I When I first started tennis, I was at the AO watching it and I was like, oh my God, I love this sport. And then we found some uh, coaches and I started playing and yeah. And how long have you been doing the, the ball kid stuff? Um. About a month or two. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's really new. Yeah, pretty new. And you're a you're a champion tennis player yourself. What what's it like going out there on the court? Do you find it really exciting? A little bit scary? Well, I am really excited whenever I have a match, but it is quite nerve wracking at points. Like especially if you're down. But I just try to, like, not get in my head or just keep it cool. But I do get a bit nervous when I go on court, especially if I'm playing someone a bit more experienced than me. But I am really excited as well. I've got, like, butterflies. Oh, that's great. So you've got this special ball collecting device that you use when you're collecting balls. Can you tell me about that and how you use it? Oh, so yeah, basically it's like, it's called the Dust Buster firstly, and it's like a little vacuum thing, like one of those little ones that you use to get the dust. It's got the, a handle at the end and then the ball collector at the front. So basically for me, I'm pushing along with it and then I go and pick up a ball and then it actually can store three balls. So there's holes in it so you can slide the balls out when you need to use them. Mm-hmm. Uh and basically, if anyone's seen those long tubes that uh, people sometimes use to collect the balls, it's like a mini version of that mixed with a vacuum thing. <laughs> Does it actually vacuum or is that just the shape? It's just the shape. It doesn't. Yeah. You have to, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't actually suck it up. You have to no, do that No, it yourself. would be cool yeah. if it did, but, you know. Have you needed a lot of practice or training to prepare for uh, being a ball kid? Um, I have had a bit of training. I recently had a training session with some other ball kids and my coach, Diana. That was really good because to do the training with the other ball kids really helped and they were uh, experienced. They might have done some ball kidding before or whatever. So it was good to do it with them because they were giving me tips or if I did something wrong, like help me. And it was really good. So, yeah, I've just done one session at the minute, but I might do some more. 
That's really exciting. Uh, so do you have, like, what's your big dream when it comes to tennis? Well, uh, my goal at the moment is to get to the Paralympics in 2032 in Brisbane. That would be really cool. And to play at the AO obviously would be a great experience for me as well. So that's what I'm going to try and aim for. And Heath, thanks for joining us as well. Can you tell me a bit more about how this all came about? Uh, So for years and years, I've been wondering why there hasn't been any ball kids in wheelchairs at tennis tournaments. And um, MasterCard were amazing and started this initiative for the pilot program, which is to have a wheelchair ball person. So working with them and with the tech team that they've selected and I've been a part of as well, designing the tech to allow Sonny or somebody in a wheelchair to be able to do the job of a ball kid is just awesome. And I can't thank MasterCard enough for for making this program. How long have you known Sonny? What's the what's the journey been like from from then to now? Sonny and I met when I played my first Australian Open. He tossed the coin at my first ever Australian Open match. Um, so that was pretty cool. And he was only knee-high to a grasshopper back then. So he was really small and um, young and just he just he's got a great attitude, loves loves tennis, loves playing sport. He's always happy. And um, over the course of the nine years, we've um, played tennis together a little bit. And recently at the end of last year, he played in the under-14s Australian Nationals and he um, managed to win that, and uh, I was lucky enough to present him with his first major trophy. Speaking as someone sort of inside tennis as you are, why do you think it's only now that this is happening in 2024? I think because we've pushed for it. I mean, back when I was a, a little one growing up, like you turn on the TV and you wouldn't see any disabled athletes or anybody with a disability on TV. And I think just the way that the the climate is at the moment and how progressive we're being and I guess how woke the world is becoming, that it's just it's just something that needs to happen. Like I want this to be the new norm to be able to turn on the TV and see kids like Sonny being ball kids at the Australian Open or just have people with a disability in the mainstream media or just in mainstream. I want it normalised. I want us to look back in 20 years and be like, oh, I remember that time that like, we fought so hard for this. How important do you think it is for other kids with a disability? And I, I suppose what would it have been like for you as a teenager seeing someone like Sonny in the public eye? It's huge because... When I was a younger kid and a teenager turning on the TV and only seeing able-bodied athletes at the Australian Open or tennis events, it, it was tough because I didn't know that I could do this. And for teenagers or young kids with disabilities to be able to turn on a television today and see the likes of Dylan Alcott that was huge or myself and now to potentially see Sonny as a ball kid at a major event is cool. It just means that you can chase your dreams. It's not impossible. I want it to become the norm. I just want it to be normal to see people with disabilities on television and it to be everyday life. And what do you think that this means for tennis going forward? It just means that 
yes, not everyone can be a professional athlete, but if you still love tennis and want to be involved in tennis, there are other options. As I was saying, it's a pilot project. I'm so happy that it's happening finally, and I'm just really hoping that we can continue to move forward and make it a reality. Absolutely. Thanks for that, Heath. Thank you. And Sunny, I want to end with you. Who's your biggest tennis hero? Well, obviously Heath Davidson has been a big inspiration to me. And before Dylan Alcott um, retired, Heath and Dylan invited me onto their court after their match and talked me through a bit about tennis. And they introduced me to my coach that I have now, Crumpy. And yeah, they're a big. They were big inspirations to me, and that that's how I started tennis from them. So without them. I wouldn't be where I am now. And also I have a friend at tennis who I've known more than half of my life. His name's Jin Woodman. We're great mates on and off the court. Before I started tennis, I actually did basketball and he did that too. So that's where we met and we've been friends ever since. So yeah, he's been inspired me to do that tennis too. That's wonderful. Thanks, Sonny. It's all good. Sonny Renison and Heath Davidson there. And what a great kid. I can't wait to see what he does in the next few years. The other thing I think Sonny's story tells us is that although there's a lot to be worried about and horrified about really going on in the world right now, we should remind ourselves that good things are happening too. Australia, at least in this specific way, is becoming more inclusive. That's all we have time for today. We're keen to hear your feedback on the show. Hit us up on Instagram at The Briefing Podcast, send us a DM and hit follow as a little treat. Sasha Barbagat and The Morning Briefing team will be back in your feed at 6am. I'm Ben Siebert. Thanks for listening. <laughs>